0: Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast. My name is Randy Gudo, and it is day 217. Our reading for today is coming from Ezra chapters 1 and 2, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 18 through 31, and chapter 2, verses 1 through 5, Psalm chapter 27, verses 7 through 14, and Proverbs chapter 20, verses 22 and 23. The translation I'm using throughout this podcast is the English Standard Version, also known as the ESV, and our format is the One Year Bible. Let's read. Ezra chapter 1 In the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled, the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, so that he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom and also put it in writing. Thus says Cyrus, king of Persia, The Lord, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth. And he has charged me to build him a house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Whoever is among you of all his people, may his God be with him. And let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and rebuild the house of the Lord, the God of Israel. He is the God who is in Jerusalem. And let each survivor in whatever place he sojourns be assisted by the men of his place with silver and gold, with goods and with beasts, besides freewill offerings for the house of God that is in Jerusalem. Then rose up the heads of the fathers' houses of Judah and Benjamin, and the priests and the Levites, everyone whose spirit God had stirred to go up to rebuild the house of the Lord that is in Jerusalem. And all who were about them aided them with vessels of silver, with gold, with goods, with beasts, and with costly wares, besides all that was freely offered." Cyrus the king also brought out the vessels of the house of the Lord that Nebuchadnezzar had carried away from Jerusalem and placed in the house of his gods. Cyrus, king of Persia, brought these out in the charge of Mithridath, the treasurer, who counted them out to Sheshbazar, the prince of Judah. And this was the number of them, thirty basins of gold, one thousand basins of silver, twenty-nine censers, thirty bowls of gold, four hundred and ten bowls of silver, and one thousand other vessels. All the vessels of gold and of silver were 5,400. All these did Sheshbazzar bring up when the exiles were brought up from Babylonia to Jerusalem. Ezra chapter 2 Now these were the people of the province who came up out of the captivity of those exiles whom Nebuchadnezzar the king of Babylon had carried captive to Babylonia. They returned to Jerusalem and Judah, each to his own town. They came with Zerubbabel, Jeshua, Nehemiah, Suriah, Realeah, Mordecai, Bilshan, Mizpar, Bigvi, Rehum, and Baana, the number of the men of the people of Israel, the sons of Perosh, two thousand one hundred and seventy two, the sons of Shephatiah, three hundred and seventy two, the sons of Era seven hundred and seventy five, the sons of pehath Moab, namely the sons of Jeshua and Joab, two thousand eight hundred and twelve, the sons of Elam, one thousand two hundred and fifty-four, the sons of Zatu. Nine hundred and forty-five, the sons of Zakai Seven hundred and sixty, the sons of Bani, Six hundred and forty-two, the sons of Bibai. Six hundred and twenty-three, the sons of Asgad. One thousand two hundred and twenty-two, the sons of Adonikam. Six hundred and sixty-six, the sons of Bigvi. Two thousand fifty-six, the sons of Aden, Four hundred and fifty-four the sons of Adar, namely of Hezekiah, 98, the sons of Bizai, 323, the sons of Jorah, 112, the sons of Hashem, 223, the sons of Gibar, 95, the sons of Bethlehem, 123, the men of Notophah, 56, the men of Anathoth, 128, the sons of Asmaveth, 42, the sons of Kiriath-Aram, Kephira and Beeroth, 743, the sons of Ramah and Geba, 621, the men of Micmas, 122, the men of Bethel and Ai, 223, the sons of Nebo, 52, the sons of Magbish, 156, the sons of the other Elam, 1,254, the sons of Haram, 320. The sons of Lod, Hadid and Ono seven hundred and twenty five, the sons of Jericho, three hundred and forty five, the sons of Senea, three thousand six hundred and thirty, the priest, the sons of Judea of the house of Jeshua, nine hundred and seventy three, the sons of Immer, one thousand fifty two, the sons of Pasher, one thousand two hundred and forty seven, the sons of Haram, one thousand seventeen the Levites, the sons of Jeshua and Cadmiel, of the sons of Hodaviah, 74, the singers, the sons of Asaph, 128, the sons of the gatekeepers, the sons of Shalom, the sons of Adar, the sons of Talman, the sons of Aqab, the sons of Hatida, and the sons of Shobai, in all, 139, the temple servants, the sons of Zihah, the sons of Hasufah, the sons of Tebioth, the sons of Kiros, the sons of Sayaha, the sons of Pedon, the sons of Labana, the sons of Hagabah, the sons of Aqab, the sons of Hagab, the sons of Shamlai, the sons of Hanan, the sons of Gidel, the sons of Gehar, the sons of Rhea, the sons of Rezan, the sons of Nakoda, the sons of Gazam, the sons of Uzzah, the sons of Pasaiah, the sons of Bisai, the sons of Azna. The sons of Miunim, the sons of Nephisim, the sons of Bakbuk, the sons of Hakufa, the sons of Harher, the sons of Baslath, the sons of Mahida, the sons of Harsha, the sons of Barkos, the sons of Sisera, the sons of Tima, the sons of Naziah, and the sons of Hatipha. the sons of Solomon's servants, the sons of Sotai, the sons of Hassophereth, the sons of Peruda, the sons of Jaela the sons of Darkon, the sons of Gidel, the sons of Shephatiah, the sons of Hatol, the sons of Pachareth-Hazabaim, and the sons of Ammi. All the temple servants and the sons of Solomon's servants were 392. The following were those who came up from Telmila, Telharsha, Cherub, Adon, and Emer, though they could not prove their father's houses or their descent, whether they belonged to Israel. The sons of Deleah, the sons of Tobiah, and the sons of Nakoda, six hundred and fifty-two, also of the sons of the priest, the sons of Hebeah, the sons of Hakaz, and the sons of Barzillai, who had taken a wife from the daughters of Barzillai the Gileadite, and was called by their name. These sought their registration among those enrolled in the genealogies, but they were not found there, and so they were excluded from the priesthood as unclean. The governor told them that they were not to partake of the most holy food until there should be a priest to consult Urim and Thummim. The whole assembly together was 42,360, besides their male and female servants, of whom there were 7,337, and they had 200 male and female singers. Their horses were 736, their mules were 245, their camels were 435, and their donkeys were 6,720. Some of the heads of families, when they came to the house of the Lord that is in Jerusalem, made freewill offerings for the house of God, to erect it on its site. According to their ability, they gave to the treasury of the work 61,000 derricks of gold, 5,000 minas of silver, and 100 priest garments. Now the priests, the Levites, some of the people, the singers, the gatekeepers, and the temple servants lived in their towns, and all the rest of Israel in their towns. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 18 through 31. For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God... and because of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness and sanctification and redemption, so that, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1-5 through 5. And I, when I came to you, brothers, did not come proclaiming to you the testimony of God with lofty speech or wisdom. For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified, and I was with you in weakness and in fear and much trembling, and my speech and my message were not in plausible words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Psalm chapter 27, verses 7 through 14. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud, And lead me on a level path because of my enemies. Give me not up to the will of my adversaries. For false witnesses have risen against me and they breathe out violence. I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Proverbs chapter 20 verses 22 and 23. Do not say, I will repay evil. Wait for the Lord and He will deliver you. Unequal weights are an abomination to the Lord and false scales are not good. I am so excited about today's devotional because I feel like this can really bring so much encouragement to people who really need it right now. How many of you, let me just ask this, you feel unqualified to be used by God? Maybe you don't feel like you're smart enough, you're strong enough or gifted enough. Well, I've got some good news for you. None of us are. Let's look in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 26, and we're just going to read down for a little bit. This is from our reading today. For consider your calling, brothers. Not many of you were wise according to worldly standards. Not many were powerful. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, even things that are not, to bring to nothing things that are, so that no human being might boast in the presence of God. You see, in our world today, and I'm sure it's been like this through multiple generations, we'll look at someone who's very famous and think, wow, if that actor or if that celebrity or if that musician, if they could give their life to Christ, imagine how God could use them. That's the way we think, because in our mind, people who have status or stature or fame have a bigger outreach. But the truth is, God doesn't need our status. He doesn't need our fame. He doesn't need those things. All He needs is a willing vessel. Remember when John the Baptist said this in John chapter 3, verse 30, he said, He must increase, but I must decrease. I'm really talking to those of you who feel like you don't have anything to bring to the table and that maybe God cannot really use you. It's just not true. The truth is this, the more insignificant you really think you are, the more God can use you and He gets the glory. Listen, whenever God uses me, I'm sure it's easy for people to say, well, that can't be Randy because I know he's not that smart, he's not that strong, he's not that good. That has to be God. And that's what I really want people to say when they look at me, when they look at you. I want people to see Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. And I just want to say thank you for choosing us. No matter how insignificant we feel like we are, or weak, or uneducated, or unworthy, or unqualified, yet you still choose to use us. And God, we are humbled by that today. Let our heart echo what John the Baptist said when he said that you must increase and I must decrease. Let there be less of us and more of you in our lives. God, we love you. Draw us close by the presence of your Holy Spirit and reveal your Son to us. We ask all of these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, I hope that today's devotional encouraged you. I hope it strengthened you in your faith. If you're enjoying the Bible 365 podcast, make sure you share it with your family and with your friends. Please continue to pray for me. I'm praying for you. Have a great day, everyone, and I will see you tomorrow with day 218.